Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of How Much Do We Love? This is Sarah Davis. And I'm Rob Lindley. This is our fun podcast where two friends, one in Chicago, one in California, talk about stuff we love. And um, sometimes we talk so much about stuff that we love in loud <laughs> places that have a lot of smoke in them, like, say, casinos in Las Vegas, and, they lo- oh. and then we might lose our voices. That's what I've been doing. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sadzy. <laughs> I'm so sad. I, uh, yeah, I had a great weekend in Las Vegas, and I actually brought, some, brought home some How Much Do We Loves, but I also brought home the voice of B. Arthur. That's, so, well, it's, I had the exact same voice all day Monday because I also was living it up like a crazy man here in Chicago because it was crazy pride weekend. Oh, yeah. And I was proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, and now I'm mod. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you were in Vegas. I was in Vegas. I'm was, so tempted to yell Vegas, baby, but it seems so overdone that I won't. Well, you wouldn't be the first. That's, I'll just <laughs> I'm say that. Sure. I'm um, sure. But here's one of the cool things about Vegas, Rob. Do you know how many people were turbing it? No. In Las I Vegas. love it. People were turbing it, which in case you've missed our uh, first show, our inaugural show. Yeah, go show. back to episode one. Yeah. I can't believe it's I can't already believe you been five. To, oh, the time, <laughs> does the time go? Um, Rob spoke at length about how he likes sort of the modern uses of the turban in the pop yes. culture today. And, and I saw quite a few of those uses. I saw turbans at the pool. I saw turbans, uh, you know, at the breakfast buffet. I saw people turban it out on the town. It was oh, out on the town even. Yeah, well, because sometimes if it's sparkly, it's okay. I kind of think of some of the showgirls maybe have turbans. They kind of do. Well, they're turbans with you know six six feet of feather sticking off. (laughs) That's true. The turban is another symbol of Las Vegas. I um, just got the new Hollywood royalty edition of Mommy Dearest, which is out, and I was watching it with the John Waters commentary, Ooh. and I had forgotten that Faye Dunaway is turbinate as Mommy Dearest for part of it. She shows up. Um, I remember that. It's it's oh, it's later. It's when Tina's grown up. Yeah. And I think she's like there to visit Tina or something. And They're she's trying to make cr- her look matronly. Kind yeah, of and she's got this older. crazy like peacock blue one on. Yeah. Fantastic. Turbinate. Well, another, another um, head accessory besides the turban that I found um, fascinating. <laughs> when how much do we love the extensive decorative hair extensions? Ooh, there was how one. Much? I well, like there was this one cocktail waitress, Jody, and you know, this is at the Treasures Island. She was nice as could be, and she was working it in her tiny, tiny little shorts and her little vest top with her boobs popping out and her manicured nails with the airbrush on them and you know she was on fire and then she had these hilarious long hair wavy hair extensions down to her ass and it just made me laugh because they were totally extensions but they weren't quirky extensions they were just no. supposed to look like her hair but i don't know i mean they looked good on her like she she carried it off but once i noticed that it was all i could see about anyone else in las vegas <laughs> You're wearing fake hair. Then there would be like a, you know, 65-year-old woman at a bar with blonde hair, but then this hair piece that was made of many braids and perhaps a pigtail or two sort of woven into a Belgian waffle sort of spent bunt cake style and attached onto her head so that she just had bangs and just working it. 
It was I love it. It's like a now, whole other world of fashion there in the Vegas. I, it, I so wait, I'm trying to get the visual. Are are these women? Are they ca- are they Caucasian women? Yes. Or are these? Yeah. See now, I well, think no, they we, were both, but these in particular. Well, no, I would say about. yeah, the Af- African American women you see there are wearing like the extensions like that are popular. You right. Know, well, they're, they're like I think weaves. we are all used to seeing that. We're used right. to seeing like good weaves. Uh, yeah, that, good that weave. Can look or really sometimes awesome. a bad, sometimes right. a bad weave, but we're used to seeing a weave nonetheless. Yeah. No, this was more of a. I need a fancy hairstyle, but I can't <laughs> grow <clip-sharp>. anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I've only got two weeks, so so how so how much do we love fake hair? Gosh, we love it. And, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to make fun, so I don't, I'm trying not to stare because I really am admiring it, and I'm admiring that she's wearing it. And I saw quite a few of these. So normally, the architecture I would just... of it, oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the sheer engineering, right? Who put that on her? And then did she sleep in it? I don't know. Oh no, that's the whole joy of it. I think you can clip that right off. You can clip it off. Yes, yeah, some of them attach it like... to your lamp. And... I was tempted to just clip some of them off. <laughs> As I walked by, <laughs> like with an L- L- umbrella handle, just clink. But they were all you, nice I wish you women. would have had your light-up ponytail. <laughs> you know, I took it with me on the trip, but I never had an opportunity to wear it. I did oh, show some people. But another thing that I wanted, that we had talked about before, that I wanted to um, take to Las Vegas to spread the word, is that I was able to convert at least three people in our group to the mother's milk. Oh, delicious. A.K.A. Bailey's and soda. So delicious. In so fact, delicious. soda-licious. One of my friends, for some reason... <laughs> Horrible joke, but I, didn't I even love really it. I really mean it to be a joke. Well, but it I came certainly, out that way. If we had Rock's glasses with our logo on it, I would want them to say so, so delicious. delicious. Okay, we, let's make that happen. Cafe Come Press. On, Cafe Press. Make it <laughs> make work. Make Rock's glasses. But one of my friends, who's actually... He's been listening to the show, and he kept saying he wanted to try one. And I usually speak to him online. We've never met in person. And um, we met in person, and he said, he's from South Carolina. He said, yeah, I can't wait to try one of them uh, Mudda's Milk. Mudda's. Like he was, like he was um, um, uh, like mobster. Mobster. He was on the, it was on the DL. <laughs> he was on the DL. The QT- I'll take a Mudda's Milk or a pack milk. of smokes. And- Mudda's Milk. And, but he had it, and he loved it. I have a picture of him drinking one. I have a picture of my friend Ellie drinking one. And she did not take a lot of convincing because we were playing the penny slots and getting the free cocktails. And um, now that's what I love. You told me this, and this is so smart because you know, get the free like well drinks, but usually you're like, boo, who wants a screwdriver? But the mother's milk would They count. will totally give you a Bailey's and soda. Yeah. That's amazing. There's no way to really water it down. I mean, it was delicious. Did the waitresses look at you weird when you first ordered it? Or did they no, seem like the, they what, knew? No, what they seemed to do was to um, sum us up into a group of, but a subset of people who order Bailey's with strange other things. Gotcha. You know, because um, my friend Ellie ordered it and she says that, have you heard of that before? And she said, oh, people... Order all kinds of things with Bailey's and Coke, you know. Ba- I was like, well, those people, those people are turbinate. They're crazy. They're just crazy. <laughs> they're not turbinate. They're nuts. So, well, yeah, but so they, she brought them and they were delicious and we promptly ordered another. And I actually have a photo um, of me at my table. Well, no, it's of having just won $25 in the penny slots. That's a lot. With a mother's That's milk. a lot. That's a, that's a lot. That's lots. So yeah, we loved it. And then also my friend Jesse came over. What are you drinking? He, he took a sip. He said, that's okay. And then about 10 minutes later, he walked up with one. So 
enjoyable. People, um, we're putting feelers out there. We're, we're getting the word out. Yeah. And while the word is getting out and we're getting more listeners, we're also kind of being reunited with people that we haven't um, heard from in a little while. And we actually had a good friend of ours <laughs> call our listener line. I was so excited to get a call. He, and we were so excited. And it's our friend, Maddie D. We call him Maddie D. And um, he used to be a bartender at a club here in Chicago that both Sarah and I sing at. Well, and actually and, he sang too. Yes, yes, absolutely. But was also he, a bartender on the side, right. We love to have, every, who doesn't like going to a bar? How much do we love a bar where your friend is the bartender? <laughs> Hello. Why wasn't that on the first show? <laughs> right? Yeah. And he called and left a very sweet message and just said, I want you guys to think back because I think... I'm the one who first served you guys a Bailey's and soda. And as soon as he said it, I'm like, you know what? That was one of those first BFF dates. Yep. And he suggested it. And we both looked at him like, what? And we went, ooh. Yes. <laughs> I can do that and extra good with my scratchy voice today. <laughs> our friend Maddie now lives in Jackson, Michigan. And he's got a really interesting business that he started with his sister. And it's called... All play, no work, right? Yeah, all play right. and no work. All play and no work. It sounds like a lot of fun. It's a, um, it's sort of just this entertainment venue. They, you can have events there. They, have, they can have, they have children's theater. They have a cabaret room. Then they also have all kinds of video game stuff. They have Xboxes and and com- PC computers, games, and all kinds of facilities. And they do event planning and they do catering. And they do road trips and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. um, it's it's neat. But you can go check it out if, if you're out that way in Jack, near Jackson, Michigan. It's allplayandnowork.biz. Dot biz. Dot biz. And tell them uh, Robbie and Sarah sent you. That's right. We Maybe you'll it. get a free mother's milk. <laughs> yeah, I would love it if that was like a featured. Yeah. It was, it was called like, How Much Do We Love? Mother's How Much milk. Do We Love? Well, you know, maybe he needs to put that on the menu. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that would be awesome. All well, right, we, we got to yeah. move on. What okay. else? Well, that, was wanted- a, that was kind of a super gigantic chunk of how much do we love Vegas. But wait, I have one more thing to say about Vegas. Yes. What? And that is, it's so gross, you know? It's just gross <laughs> because it's so smoky and there's just this film of gray germs all over everything. But it's exciting because then every, every you know, you turn a corner and there's a little bin of specially logoed Treasure Island hand sanitizer wipes. You know, That's like little amazing. handy wipes, but they're antibacterial. I love it. I love noticed, it. I know, we, and how much do we love, and this takes us to our official second topic. Mm-hmm. The first one could just be kind of like, how much do we love aspects of Vegas, we're going to call it. Right. That involve things <laughs> we talked we, about we earlier. we couldn't right? just say, how much do we love Vegas? <laughs> um, ooh, no. <laughs> so number two takes us to, how much do we love antibacterial products? Yeah. I love them. And I'm not a germaphobe, but I there's something comforting about it. Yeah. This weekend, I was at a, you know the biggest of all the big festivals here, the Chicago Pride Parade, and into the porta potties, which the name brand of the porta potties were the Lepra cans. Oh my! <laughs> which just made me laugh because they were green oh, and they were called Lepra cans, <laughs> and um, they had like little pump things of hand sanitizer in them. Yeah. But the thing was, you would need like a full body spray. You just need a spray. You need like a, um, a mystic tan spray. A mystic tan, except with antibacterials. 
Here's one of the things I enjoy about them. I am a sucker for the Bath and Body Works line. Mm Mm-hmm. It all smells nice because sometimes for me, it's not even about like the germ killing. It's about, I've been sitting at my desk all day and I just feel kind of scurvy and I just want like, and so I have it there in the desk, maybe a little cucumber melon, a little squirt on the hands and I feel fresh as a daisy. I like it. It's peace of mind and the anti, but you know what? We also love like the the antibacterial wipes that you can get for home. Yeah. In the little can, the plastic tub. And those, again, we were kind of, were hesitant to recommend or they're rave not, about. Yeah, they're not terribly they're not so environmentally good for the environment. sound, which is a little tough. But boy, but I just love cleaning love my them. counter with them, you know? And it's like, it's I antibacterial. Can't... The bacteria is being killed. And can you imagine, though, if you had like a newborn baby, would you not be all about that crap? Well, it depends. If you're, it depends if, I don't know. Or are you can, supposed... can you get all that stuff near, do you want all those chemicals near your baby? True. I don't know. My other friend, Sarah, here in town, when she had her baby, I remember the first time she brought little baby Leo to, like, a gathering, mm-hmm. asked to hold him, and she would first hand them the antibacterial gel. She's like, okay, lube it up. You know, we had to wipe her down. But we love it. We, we love, love the it. antibacterial stuff. Makes us feel good. I love it. Okay, now, Sarah, okay, I'm- listening... I'm listening derailing. to your voice has gotten me to the next one. That's my segue. Right. Listening to your voice. Because what you I'm... really need, I think, is some French onion soup. Oh, or yes. As the, or as the French call it, onion soup. Right, as they call it in France. Soup. L'oignon. L'oignon. We love I French onion love soup. I love French onion soup. Wouldn't that my... feel so good to eat right now? Mm. Oh, it's and so my good. Ridiculous B. Arthur voice. Did you guys know that B. Arthur was going to be the guest host of How Much Do We Love? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Here I am. I was going to be Harvey Firestein. And then there's Maud. Yeah. So wait, tell us about the soup. Because I might I love some... soup. Here's my thing about the soup. That is, I have the, a couple things that I order at any French restaurant I go to just to compare. Because it's like. Any good recipe, there's not like there's one recipe for this very simple soup. There's a gazillion of them. So I get it almost anywhere I go. And I have definitely my favorites here in Chicago of like, they have the best French onion soup in town, dot, dot, dot. Who? I will say um, one that I really enjoy right now is I love the French onion soup at La Tache, which is in Andersonville. It's a little, oh, that's um, what the that's the place that went into the Delwood Pickle spot. That's right. Yeah, it's on Balmoral. It's on Balmoral. I, I used to live two doors down. Yeah, um, I loved the Delwood Pickle though. I'm kind of sad that it's gone. I know. Still. Now I've gone sad. Uh, well, they take now me we back have, up. Take me back up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the yummy, yummy French onion soup there, uh-huh. and they also have the I think the city's best crook, Monsieur. Mm. But oh, Mister Sandwich, and <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> you know what I had in in Las Vegas at, at Bouchon, the fancy Thomas Keller restaurant. Ooh. I had a croque Madame. Oh, which is Madame a, Sandwich. It's a croque Monsieur with an egg fried with an egg with a fried egg on it, yeah. and I think a Mornay sauce. A slightly yeah. different sauce. I mean, because it doesn't well, it's, have that. So technically, it, it only just needs to have the egg at it to be yeah. the madame. Latash, that's what that's one of their brunch items is the croque madame. Yummy. Holy cow. If you're in, Chicago, if you're in Chicago, go do that. And the other good mm-hmm. Chicago French onion soup is Le Bouchon on um, Damon in Armitage over, I think that's technically like Bucktown. 
Hmm. Over there, mm-hmm. like Waker mm-hmm. Park, Bucktown area. That's a really, really small restaurant. Well, both of these are small little bistros, mm-hmm. but um, Le Bouchon, delish. But what's good about theirs is the broth is very light colored. It almost looks like it's a chicken base, maybe, because hmm. it's very light. So it's very different, but it's ridiculous good. And really, the French onion soup that is better than most restaurants and people don't know about it and I'm obsessed with it. Yep. And this is really the reason I added this. How much do we love? It is the soup sickle, we call it, from Trader Joe's. It is French onion soup from a Trader the freezer Joe, department. Wait, a Trader Joe's product that we like? Oh, interesting. We've who, never done that before. Who would have thunk? I'm telling you, those people need to be giving us some money or at least a free well, Give fortune. me some soup. <laughs> I'd be happy with some soup and a carne asada. (laughs) (laughs) I need my meat mini. I need my meat plaid. Yes, their frozen French onion soup. No, wait. Before you describe it, I have to say that I do believe that um, I think it's Costco has their own version of it. Oh, really? And next time I'm there, I may have to get it and then we can do a soup off. Ooh, I'm I'm all about that. That sounds good because I'm a little disappointed um, Trader Joe's has changed the cheese consistency oh. on top in the last year. Hmm. And it's, um, it's a little different. I don't know if I approve. All right. Why don't you tell what it is? Okay. Um, picture, if you will, a, um, a, okay. First of all, if you've never had French onion soup, the basic concept is it's a, it's a beef based broth. There's no meat in it though. Beef um, based broth. <laughs> Um, and it's got um, a lot of onions in it. A ton obviously. of onions cooked so, really slowly and deliciously. So you, um, me, um, oh, you do taste them, but it's I'm ha- what I'm trying to say. There's no chunks. Of onion? I, yeah, there's not like chunkies. Yeah, there you are. Def- it's so soft, you know. It yeah, yeah it's, yes, but I mean, there are solids in there, but they're just very tender and soft. Right. And then there is bread, which who doesn't want some bread right. <laughs> in their soup? Ever, and, right. And usually at a restaurant, it's kind of like crisp, like a crouton on top. And then on top of the bread is melted cheese. And then all of that is put under a broiler or a salamander. And the cheese gets all bubbly and kind of like a crust. And then you mm. have to like cut through the cheese and you get some of the bread and the yummy onion. And the bread at that so point good. is just kind of like a sponge texture. Yeah, and, it, and so when you get it at Trader Joe's... All three of those layers are preserved, but it's frozen. It's like they assembled it, they froze it, then they popped it out of the molds like a popsicle, and then mm-hmm. shrink wrapped it. So when it's you get it, not, it's 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 food saved essentially. If you remember yeah, my food saved thing, exactly. it's like they took the food save, they made a tube, they put the soup in the bottom, they let it freeze, they put the bread in, they put the cheese on top, and then they sealed it. Yes. So it's airtight, but it's in the shape of if you lifted a bowl of soup out of the bowl yeah. and it was one solid thing. It's a, it's sort of like a, the, one of those um, rocket bomb pops exactly. that you would with, get with totally. a three, on a stick with the three oh, different how much layers do I love of ice. Those. Yeah. It's like that, but with um, onions. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So you cut, you cut it out of the food save, like shrink wrap thing. You put it into a, it needs to be like a heat, you know, like a little ramekin type. Or, or a crock. Yeah, there's little mini crocks. They're specifically made for French onion soup. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you plop it in there, put it in the oven. Here's my deal. It gives you instructions for microwaving. Don't microwave it. it you it's ruin the whole. Good, yeah. 
You ruin the whole thing because the cheese doesn't um, stay on top and doesn't get the crispy toe that it needs to be excellent. Mm, yes. And here's my other suggestions on cooking. I let it to, it cooks for 40 minutes at like 400. I let it cook for like 30 minutes and then I kind of baste it. I kind of take my spoon oh. and I push the cheese down a little bit and it makes the cheese even crispier. Wow. And sometimes I also will grate more Gruyere on top of it because I love cheese so much. Because you're fancy. I'm fancy and I love this fucking soup. Are I'm a you wearing a turban when you make it? Um, yes. Are you turban it? I'm turban it. I was imagining you turban it, basting your soup <laughs> and grating more Gruyere. Woohoo! Yes. Terminus. So those are the things we love. Is, mm-hmm. is there much more to say about French onion soup? No, it's but, so but, good. But what we could Get say... Get that and a, and, a, and a glass of red wine in your set. But here's another thing. Say you don't like red wine or French onion soup, they also make two other products in the same mold. Oh, yeah, mold, they do. Literally. They make a cream of asparagus, asparagus. soup. But it's got the stuff on top, too, and it's a cream of mushroom. And they're all three are exceptional. And we love them. I do not enjoy asparagus or mushrooms, so I, I've never tried the other two, but I will take your word for it. The mushroom one is okay. I'm not a huge mushroom person, but the asparagus one is delicious. Okay. If you want something a little like a creamy, hearty soup because it's cold outside. I have to say, also, that French onion soup impresses people when you serve it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had people over, and, like, it's so, like, a no-brainer. Like, you're going to throw in a DVD and have a friend over and be like, oh, I'll make some soup. And they're like, okay, and you bring out the little crock with that right. melty cheese, and they're like, hello. Tap, tap, tap with their spoon. Oh, to break it's, like, in. it's like onion creme brulee. We actually could do a whole thi- whole show one time about how much do we love items from Trader Joe's that make it look like you are a better cook than you are. Um, that's tonight. I have made the orange chicken, which I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with. Also, I'm gonna say I want to. I have one uh, big one, but I'm gonna. I don't want to say it because it needs its we, own no, segment. No, we, we got we got to wrap it we up. We got to anyway. wrap it up because I'm still on. I got Vegas brain. I'm really tired. I got Vegas brain. I'm <laughs> smokerific. Oh, there was so much smoke there, people. Oh. So we want to thank all of you guys for listening. This is Rob Lindley. And B. Arthur, I mean Sarah Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank you for listening to How Much Do We Love. Um, look us up at howmuchdowelove.com. You've got all of our contact info right there. We'd love to hear from you. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye.